Hello, this is DJ Podcast, uh, Chicago Bears fan podcast. My name is uh, David James, <clears throat> and here I am uh, recording my first uh, my first episode I'm doing this year. I'm going to be working harder on making it a weekly show uh, than I'm going to post on all the popular uh, podcasting websites. Um, for the most part, it is a Chicago Bears fan um, podcast. However, there will be many times and plenty of times where I'll discuss um, trending topics uh, around the NFL. Um, or maybe maybe particular games if they were exciting or fun. Uh, or, of course, uh, pertain to uh, the Chicago Bears. So um, I'm going to say just like many of you guys, you feel like this year has been kind of a roller coaster of a year, uh, depending on how well Justin Fields is um, is throwing the ball. Um, I even feel like, just kind of recapping uh, how I feel about the season with, with Justin Fields, even preseason football, I felt like he was throwing the ball. Um, he had some good yardage for the uh, preseason games. So I felt like when we went into week one versus the Green Bay Packers that we were going to see a much different uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Something more like uh, we've seen in the last two days uh, or two games uh, versus the Broncos and versus... Uh, versus the Broncos and versus um, the the Commanders, um, and, and the Commanders uh, being the first team that they've beat um, for almost an entire year, um, that is quite an impressive losing streak. It's one of those things that you never want to see your favorite team uh, to go through. Like like some people compared it to the. Um, the Lions, the own 16 Lions, where they went into the following year and went 0-19 uh, between two years. Um, <clears throat> I always try to defend uh, defend my Bears, though, and say, hey, last year they weren't trying to win. They sold off a lot of parts. They sold off uh, um, their entire core of the defense. Um uh, they sold off uh, Leonard Floyd. Well, I feel like when they um, didn't re-sign him, who was a, a great talent, uh, that that was kind of uh, a sign that uh, they were they weren't trying to win any games last year. But even still, uh, <clears throat> going back to my point, that even in the preseason we were seeing some good football, some good running, and then they went into Green Bay. Or they played Green Bay and they just looked, they just looked god awful. And then I was just kind of like, well, maybe that's like week one jitters for like Justin Fields. You know, he just, you know, he's not going to come out immediately and look great. It's, it's, but I want, I want to see something, something good. And then, then they lost to the Bucks. Now the Bucks, admittedly, not the worst team, not the best team, but a team that I kind of thought that it. They could at least uh, make make look competitive, and we weren't seeing competitive from the uh, Chicago Bears um, for the first three weeks of the season. 
there was multiple times during the first three weeks of the season, I'm saying to myself out loud, like, come on, guys, let's line up, let's go, uh, let's get let's get on it. You got, like, 45 seconds. Aren't we supposed to be lining up really, really fast and, like, making a play? Then finally, finally versus the Broncos and um, the Commanders, this team looks like the team that I thought they would look like from the beginning. And now there's like a citywide, meaning Chicago, citywide uh, debate on whether Justin Fields is good or bad. You know, if we keep seeing this, um, 200 passing yards uh, out of Justin Fields, I, I think that we, we need to find uh, uh, to sign him. We need, we need to sign him to a bigger contract or at least, at least take on his fifth year option. I mean, as long as this wasn't, as, as long as those first few weeks uh, was was just kind of like like nervous jitters or or just taking a little a little while to get started because this is this is kind of like Justin Fields' first year as of being he's the starter for certain you know they they built around him um, you know he's he's got his new coach now so it's kind of like. He can, he should be able to really turn around and say, no more excuses. Um, I'm gonna go out there and, and just dominate, and 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 I just want to see him attempt that each game, and and throw it to the open receiver. We saw what happens when when we put it in DJ Moore's hands, and he he connects with him what three touchdowns, and that's that's what we want to see. And then some people are saying, well, Fields has so many passing yards because D.J. Moore has so many uh, yards after completions. That's all right. That's fine. Let's use the weapons that we traded for. Let's give Justin Fields some confidence because that's what everybody is saying. Everyone's saying that he lacks confidence. So, yeah, let's have some yards after completion. It's exactly what Justin Fields needed was a dynamic Wide receiver like DJ Moore. So there we go. We're backing him up. We got you a, a terrific uh, wide receiver. And when we've passed him the ball, when Justin Fields passes him the ball, you can see what happens. Uh, I'm nervous for Justin Herbert. He was really coming on. He was really coming on strong. And then all of a sudden, he's bending over backwards with an inaccurate pass by Justin Fields. So that scares you a little bit. But then he throws a dime to D.J. Moore down the corner. He's at least connecting with his best wide receiver. He needs to learn how to connect with the other wide receivers. Darnell Mooney. We haven't seen much of him. They finally got rid of Claypool. Uh, you, you hear nothing but disaster out of uh, Chase, Chase Claypool. And here we are now. Um, finally starting to look like a football team. Um, we're supposed to have a defensive-minded head coach. Okay. Well, finally, holding a team to 20 points, they were giving up 30, 35 points a game. And we, we, we're supposed to have a defensive-minded head coach. So is this, is this the, the coaching? Is that, is that the issue? Is this Justin Fields? Uh, after seeing Justin Fields the last couple of games, I think it's the coaching. Um... I, I think that a lot of coaches, uh, especially, I'm not saying Eberflus is all that old. I mean, he's 53, which in general is kind of on the younger side. But somebody who's talking to 
talking talking to someone, uh, Justin Fields is 24 years old. So sometimes I feel like every now and then, <clears throat> these some of these coaches do have trouble uh, getting across. Um, and I'm not saying I'm not saying an age gap here is um, like the absolute um, number number one problem. Um, it, it's it, it's something that could easily be worked around. Uh, which is which is proper communication and uh, listening skills, and I I feel like um, <clears throat> maybe maybe the message is just taking a little bit longer to get to Justin Fields on exactly how the coach wants to play, but um, I'm hoping I'm hoping that he he's kind of shaking off those rookie. Those rookie nerves and showing us that this this is going to be um, the new Justin Fields. This is, this is going to be what we see week in and week out. And I I, I feel like that if the next uh, games, if the rest of the season had Justin Fields shows this type of flow um, and and limits his turnover. That's one thing that that makes me nervous about Justin Fields. Um, I think he has the arm talent, and I and, and we've seen his mobility. Um, one thing that that really really concerns me is the turnovers, uh, the fumbles. I feel like he has a high uh, fumble rate. Um, this could be because he's 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 running around a lot, but I feel like he fumbles more when he's he's about to throw or. Or in a quarterback um, stance, and not a running back stance. Like once he decides to run, I think he has pretty good ball control. But I, I feel like he fumbles a lot from quarterback. Um, like when he's he he right before he gets hit, he's still in a quarterback mode instead of like I'm gonna run it mode. And once he starts running, I think he he gains control of the ball. But anyway, <clears throat> so like I was saying, so the Bears have, um, I would say more so a a coaching problem because I still I we, I need to see two or three weeks of of the Bears defense uh, holding teams to let's say under under thirty, okay, under thirty. We we can't have these over thirty um, defensive points games, and then if the Bears offense can put together um, two, three touchdowns, at least two touchdowns a game, um, and a couple of field goals are gonna are gonna be in there. Uh, the Bears the Bears need to hit that thirty offense as well. We 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 gotta be how about this twenty five now. Obviously, if your def- if your offense is only scoring twenty five and your defense is giving up thirty, uh, I'm not saying every game. I'm saying that's the minimums and that's the maximums, right? I, we need to see some under thirty. You know, like like we saw like we saw last week uh, with the Commanders, um, twenty points. That was fantastic. Maybe maybe the Vikings. Um, Let's keep them twenty-seven. 
You know what I mean? And we gotta put thirty on them. You know what I'm saying? It's it's gotta be. It's gotta be. I think. I think the Vikings were gonna have to hold them to, uh, twenty five, and the Bears. The Bears need to hit twenty eight, twenty nine. Here, they they have to get close or more than thirty points versus uh, the Vikings to win. I I think. Um. The Vikings played the Kansas City's Chiefs. Um and I you know the Chiefs don't look as good as they used to. But the Vikings I think I think they feel like they should have won that game. I think that's how I feel like the Vikings are feeling right now. Like like they they held the Chiefs to um 20 27 points. And for for the Kansas City Chiefs I, I was expecting more. I really was. I was expecting more than that. So, um, what we have to remember about this game is that the Vikings, I think, are going to come in um, pretty scrappy. I think the Bears. I think the Bears can beat them. However, I would definitely consider uh, taking taking the Vikings uh, if they get plus points. Let me look at the line for a second the bears are surprisingly plus three at home now hey boy a spread of three is kind of what i was thinking it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight game um i i boy they're thinking the total of the game being 43 um which the experts are saying it's gonna be a low scoring game think it's going to be a scrappy a very scrappy um kind of i i wouldn't be surprised if a fight broke out type of game uh two one and five teams there's one in five or one in four um it's one in four two one in four teams i think about the difference between in the nfl because the season is so short difference between um Two and four, and one and five, gigantic. Like, like teams don't come back from one and five. Two and four, might you might run off and and hit a wild card. You know, it's it's doable. Green Bay is two and three. Detroit's four and one. This is the week that let's just say let's just say Green Bay loses. That would that would put both the Bears and Green Bay at two and four. Detroit, look, they look good. They look really good. But are they going to win every game this this season? The rest of them, they have to lose a couple. I mean, they could they could run the table <laughs> to speak like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> if if you know, you know. Basically, um, I doubt it. I bet you we're bound to see a flash of the old Lions, um, two or three games. I I think, I think that the current Lions team, though, think they'll be able to get some wins in here as well. Um, maybe the Vikings beat them, maybe the Cowboys beat them, and I can see the Chargers beating them. That's kind of their 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 losses in there. Um. The Saints game will be close, but I think Lions handle that. 
and Broncos, Lions got him. It, it's it's then it's down to the Bears and the Packers, right? So this game, I think, will show us um, if the Bears are. It, it will be a measure stick game. It will it'll be three games in a row. It could be if it goes the Bears. If the Bears win, and only if the Bears win, we'll 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 know this. Unless if it's a close, <laughs> the wire loss, which. We'll, we'll we'll find out. But if Bears if uh, Justin Fields has a good game, and let's say throws three touchdowns, no interception, um, win this game, it this will be a game that 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 will tilt the table to. Hey, maybe we can get a wild card. Oh, I I want to be hopeful. I want to be hopeful. I I. I <laughs> As a Chicago sports fan, as a Bears fan, uh, for a long time I was a Cubs fan. Uh, I, I did watch the World Series game. I had to, but baseball is not as interesting to me as as it used to be. It, it's it's kind of just kind of long, long drawn out, boring. I can't handle 162 games or whatever it is. It's one of the reasons why I love the NFL is the short season. But um, anyway. <clears throat> After the Vikings, the Bears have uh, the the Las Vegas Raiders. I personally don't think the Raiders are uh, as good as good as others think they are. I think it's a winnable game, and if the Bears are playing, continue this trend. I think they can beat them. The Chargers. That's going to be a tough game. Uh, that's that's in that's in L.A. Then the Saints. I think the the Saints are beatable. The Panthers are beatable. The Lions, very scrappy game. The Vikings again might be tough. The Browns beatable. Cardinals beatable. Vikings beatable. The Packers. Honestly, <laughs> I hope. I hope. They beat the Packers to end the season. If there's one thing they can do for me is is beat the Packers to end the season. That would be the perfect uh, momentum builder into to next season. If if the rest of the games go good, as a Bears fan, though, I have to say, brace yourself because um, you you could see the complete opposite happen. This is Chicago. This is the Chicago Bears. I've been watching them 20 years since Brian Urlacher's rookie season, 1999. That's that's how long I've been watching the Bears. I've seen the good quarterbacks like Jay Cutler. I've seen Rex Grossman make it to the Super Bowl and lose versus Peyton Manning and the Colts. <laughs> you know, it's Devin Hester. I was watching that. Is he a Hall of Famer? Um, not as long as the that the Hall of Fame is voted on in the NFL, it, it it's very unlikely because there will always be wide receivers, other offensive uh, players that get the Hall of Fame vote ahead of Devin Hester because Devin Hester is a special teams player. Like, I've seen it, I've watched it. Bernard Berrians, Matt Forte, Jay Cutler, another great quarterback, that 
we 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 wondered <laughs> is he going to throw a touchdown or an interception every single time he threw the ball we we were scared of it i've seen Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers tear us up and now Jordan Love did that to us on the first game of the season and he's not even that good frustrating to be a bears fan be realistic but that's why I'm so hopeful for Justin Fields. And I think that Ryan Poles have some tricks up his sleeves uh, to, to, to jump and get... Um, to go out and uh, uh, get, get Caleb Williams. At least that's what everyone's clamoring for. The people who want uh, Justin Fields not be on the team any longer or hoping that, that we can go and draft uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams to fix our quarterback problems. But I'm one of the people who says, I feel like Justin Fields has elite talent. I I, I want to see the rest of the season. I want to see them um, show me, show me for all, once and for all, is Justin Fields um, going to be good? That, that's what I want to see. Um, I'm going to remain hopeful for this season and and hope that hope that it continues. And if it doesn't, kind of whine about it. I'm not going to cry about it. I've been doing it for 20 years now. You know, 20 plus years now. So um, I just sit back, relax, and I, I wear my blue and orange and say bear down uh, through through the winter uh, months. Because, because honestly, how else am I going to get through the winter? <laughs> it's cold. It's snowy. Um, I, I hate the winter. You know, I'm I'm a summer guy. I like cookouts and barbecues and f- fun parties like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm I'm one of the people who who wants to see a dome just because I, I'm not about Chicago weather. You know, I'm not about the the cold, the rough, and the tough. Find find um find fifty fifty three or fifty four players that that want to play in the freezing cold. <laughs> how about how about twenty two? Just the starters, you know. It's to me, uh, bare weather just puts your team at a huge disadvantage because um it it makes it harder to practice. It makes it harder for your team to play football uh, when you do play on it. Don't don't act like Oh, they're they're practicing every single week, uh, playing on wet, slippery, snowy grass. I mean, most of the time, uh, they can't really duplicate enough to practice it to make it really even that big of a difference. So, no, I'm not I'm not a fan of um, being being in a frozen state with without a dome. I think it's ridiculous. And I'm hoping they make a, a beautiful dome in um, the suburbs of uh, the Arlington suburbs. Um, because, in case you don't know, the Bears have officially purchased the Arlington uh, uh, Park uh, race race old. It used to be the old race track, and uh, it was it was a fun place to go. But the the Bears bought it, and um, there's still debate. <laughs> Whether or not the new stadium will be built, but what what else are they going to do there? Um, the the mayors of Chicago 
have switched and they're trying to um, work a, a, a deal to stay in the city of Chicago. But um, I personally am a fan of, of, of a move because it would, it would I think, allow the Chicago Bears to um, do more with the stadium and uh, put a better product on the field. I was originally against the Chicago Cubs putting up the um, the giant jumbotron, but it bought them a World Series, right? So even though I I, I love to respect uh, tr- tradition, especially with Wrigley Field, because Wrigley Field is um, the second oldest ballpark in 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 America. Um, <clears throat> The advertisement does need to stop right where it's at right now. I I, I don't want to see any more than it is. And don't tell me you can't advertise enough all over that jumbotron. <laughs> and it is like, hey, um, let's continue to build a good uh, sports team. I, I, I'm very disappointed in the Chicago Cubs and how they uh, completely dropped from the World Series. And like I said, it's too hard. It's too hard to to watch an entire baseball season, anyhow. Um, so I just wait for the playoffs if the Cubs are in it, and that's the only time I watch. Uh, but NFL, boy, I've been paying attention solid twenty years, watching Terrell uh, Owens, uh, Ray Rice, and and all that drama. Tom Brady, <laughs> Pate Manning. You know, watching that has been. Exciting to me, and, and watching the sport grow and and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's just it's just something, something fun that kind of takes you takes you away from a moment. And then I do get mad. I get mad at the um, I get mad at the way it doesn't look like uh, like it did in the nineties. Used to be a rougher game. I am one of the people who kind of kind of preferred a little bit of a rougher game. Some of it, some of it is ridiculous, and I know there's player safety and stuff like that. But it has really become, um, in so many ways, a little bit too much of a off sport. But uh, anyway, it's it's still fun. Watch it because the talent. No matter what, you are watching some of the most talented people week in and week out do something that is just fantastic to watch. So much talent. And and, and that's that's what keeps me interested. Like I said, it's something to do. It's wintertime. It's cold. I've always lived in cold states, even though um I, I don't I don't like the cold. I I like the change of the seasons, but I don't like the change of the cold. <laughs> So, uh, anyway, so that's just some background on me, especially since I'm, uh, I'm up, uh, the podcast first time in a long time. And, uh, some people just might need a little bit of a refresher of who I am. And, uh, and let's bear down. Let's, let's, let's hope, let's hope that the bears, um, I want to see a good season. I want to see a comeback season. I want to know whether or not Justin Fields is the guy 
going going into next year. I want out of this season. And then let's, let's turn this DJ Moore trade into into some fantastic picks. Let's see something happen. I don't want to see any more um, Bayless Jones Jr. picks. You know, I don't want I don't want to see those type of duds. Let's 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 start putting together a team. I want to see. I want to see my Bears turn it around. Ain't something to watch through the cold months. All right, guys, bear down. Um, I'm going to try and keep this podcast going, but thanks for listening. Uh, My name is uh, David James, DJ Podcast. Bear down.